Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier Fifty Four, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for December fifth through ninth. Mini reality check. If this sounds a little different, it's because my computer or the microphones decided to stop. It was definitely the mics. They were like, "I'm done." Yeah. So, R.I.P. Microphones. <laughs> Just means it's time for an upgrade. Yep. So we're gonna have to figure that out. Maybe Santa will bring me some. Oh, that would be oh, nice. You too. They'd be a good stocking stuffer. <laughs> Put that on the list. But. Other than that, we didn't really have. I guess that's not really a Port Charles pipeline, though, either. No, but we didn't have any this week. I think you're right with what you said last week. It's just maybe we're just all waiting out because it's the end of the year. Yes, yes, everyone's busy, and we still haven't learned anything. I mean, this week we learned some stuff, but we didn't learn anything super crazy, right? So something that we have done in the previous years. If you are a newer listener, I guess it's actually going to wind up being. A true year end because December thirtieth is a Friday. Very convenient that the calendar worked out for us in our recording. And our four hundredth episode is going to be the last Thursday of the year. That so that's like two cool. things. That I love this calendar right now. <laughs> As someone who has a you're such a dork preference for my favorite <laughs> calendar year. <laughs> things have just worked out really well for the podcast <laughs> in December. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That tells you how the rest of my year has been. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> but no, we have done a year-end recap, but I forget, do we release that after we do the best of and the hopes for, or the, yeah, the best ofs and the hope for? I thought we did year-end and then hopes for the future and predictions. Okay. So we'll look that one up. So one way or another, 
<laughs> we do a year-end recap where we basically have been keeping track of things that have happened throughout the year. Not everything. Yeah, things get missed. Stuff, yeah. yeah. And then we've kind of added to it. So we have a few new additions this year as well. But then we also like to hear from you what your favorite parts of the year were. You know that the vibe of our show is more positive. However, there are certainly things that we have problems with Brando dying. And, <laughs> you know, those are definitely like the worsts of the year. So write in, let us know, pier54podcast at gmail.com, what your favorite parts of the year were, what your least favorite parts of the year were, and any hopes or predictions that you have for 2023. Yes. And then next year, we're actually going to, <laughs> hopefully... We say we're going to do this. Let's see if it happens. We're going to actually write them down. And then on next year's recap, we'll see who was right, who was wrong. Great. What happened? Maybe we'll have like a prize or something. That'd be fun. Let's do prizes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we have no idea what the prize is going to be, but we just really like that idea. Yes. Prizes are fun. If you write into us and let us know your predictions for 2023, you will be entered into, maybe I'll make a Google form for it on the website. Oh, nice. If you write in before, if I make a Google form, it will still count. Yes. So don't think that it won't. But that would be actually an easier way to track it. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to have already created it and it's already going to be on the website by the time this is released. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah. The form. But yeah. Write your predictions for 2023 and we will see what happens. And maybe put like a mid-January cutoff, maybe? Yeah. Sure. We'll figure that out. Doesn't have to start right away. So, all that to say, we're getting towards the end of the year, and people probably aren't writing in right with stuff. So, we can do the Hulu headlines. On Monday, Michael and Willow have a discussion. No, that was dumb. Go ahead. On Tuesday, Elizabeth calls Esme's bluff. Yeah. Wednesday, Cody opens up to Dante. Kind of. See, I don't feel, I feel it should be like reminds Dante he, or something like, he opened up to Dante, but I don't feel like it was anything new. There was no new information. Correct. Rekindled the past with Dante. (laughs) That sounds a little too romantic. On Thursday, Sunny issues a threat. And then on Friday, Sunny puts Dex on notice. Nah, I don't know that I like any of that. It's a little too vague, but okay. So where do you want to get started? I See, I would have had Mondays be Brit plans a celebration. I know. Because she was so, I know it's sad, but I loved how excited she was about it. She's like, everybody's invited. I'm going to have a photo booth. We're going to have maybe even a red carpet. Like, this is going to be the party that. of the century. I love Austin's kind response to her of, all right, why are you really doing this? Like, why are you really doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are you bringing on, and is it because you don't want them to actually see you go through this thing? I mean, I kind of agree with her. She wants to keep her privacy. She doesn't want everyone knowing her business. Kind of like Willow. Yeah. The difference is Willow can get a cure that the community can provide for Brit, there is no cure so how about go out in style and then well it's not a guaranteed with willow though either it's not a guarantee but at least but there is a, a possibility chance. right there is a chance with Brit, she knows 
doesn't know the timeline, but she knows this is coming. So right. let's throw a big party and then go enjoy what's left of our life on our terms. So the question is, is her birthday actually New Year's Eve? Because as we mentioned last week on her fandom, it doesn't say her birthday. And yeah. she even said she never had a birthday party. So we actually never saw her celebrate it. Do you know who else made their birthday New Year's Eve? Who? Or New Year's Day? Jason. Even though he was born on my birthday before me. That is true. So I was born on his birthday on the actual day of his birth was September 13th. However, after he had the accident, Mm -hmm. he changed his birthday to, it was either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Because I think it was just the the fresh start. It is. It is. Two? Okay. Yeah. But Michael's legit. Yes. Yes. Michael was actually born on New Year's Eve. Yeah. I hope that gets mentioned. I hope it does too. She's not going to invite Michael, right? They don't. No. They're not in each other's orbit. Uh Uh-uh. But I don't know. I kind of liked Austin saying, like, you're not as bad as you think you are. When she talked to Terry, Terry was all excited about it. And then she's like, wait a second. Did you just not invite me in the past? Like, (laughs) right. What happened here? But she said, I've never had a party. And I, I like that she's trying to make peace with the people in her life while she still can. Yes. Like telling Terry that they actually had a really great relationship, even though it took time to get there and all of that kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean, do you want to know when you're going to die? No. But at the same time, it's kind of neat if you do, because then you have time to clean everything up as best as you can. Yeah, but you also have to still deal with other people then who could not be interested in that because they don't know the end of okay <laughs> now we're getting into my personal stuff where it's like too deep, no, but you mean... kind of try to do reconciliations or fixing of things and people don't care and then they'll they'll be the ones ultimately with the regret because they didn't take you up on it right but but for your own peace of mind i i don't want to know when i'm going to die either but it would be nice to have an idea of the end date so that you can clear up everything. Like the, so what you're telling me is you want to have a disease that you know is fatal. Sure. Okay. I don't. So I said I don't want to know, but it would be neat to know. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so Michael begged Willow, I guess kind of just changing to that subject. Right. Michael begged Willow, please let people in. You know, like you said, they can find a yes, donor. It's a totally different circumstance. There is hopefully a cure there's at least a chance for the match and i feel like she's wasting time Mm -hmm. there are obviously people who are willing to get tested to see if they're a match for her why not figure that out sooner than later especially where she knows that drew oh i like how this is all flowing today she knows that drew is helping her for no reason he's helping her yeah right if she were to tell drew I feel like, I I don't know, I feel like he's kind of already done a good job because he's already found someone who might I'm not saying that he'd work harder because he is working hard, but it would be even more from a different angle. He would be, no, seriously, even if, even if we don't find her parents, were there other siblings? Was there anyone else in this commune? So, I mean, maybe this firefighter, and I know that Carly said the name and I didn't write it down, but it's a female firefighter. Yes. So we're going to pretend that they got... The idea for a female firefighter because we have talked about our friend. Okay. So. I'll take it. We're just going to throw that in there. That that one, I'll give it. It's probably a stretch. <laughs> but I like the idea. 
that that's where it came from. Sure. Thank you, writers. We'll let our friend know. But yeah, so Drew found this lady that's a firefighter that used to be part of the commune. Mm-hmm. And she's flying her in. And Carly is not a happy camper. Uh uh-uh. And mm-mm. I don't want her to pull a Carly. The problem is that's another reason why Willow and them need to tell her what's up. Right. Because if she knew that this was a life or death situation, she would put all her crap aside and be like, oh, I had that test rerun and it actually shows like maybe you guys are related. Or there was a mix up at the lab. Right. Because you know that happens. Exactly. I went to Mercy and got the test done again. <laughs> exactly. And it came back correct. I redid it a few times and these are the answers. So that needs to come out. Like Willow just needs... I just don't understand at this point why she's keeping it a secret. Do you think... So Drew had those flashbacks. I think that he knows that Carly lied to him. I think that he suspects Carly lied to him. I think that he suspects it. And I think that that is why he told... I don't feel like he's lying about this person having been in the commune and is Mm -hmm. flying in to talk about it. But I do think that he is curious. Hoping it will make her open up. Will this do anything with Carly or not? Right. I just, I don't want her to do what we know she's going to do. She's going to try to pay off the firefighter and say, you don't want to say these things or, yeah, you know, something. Yeah. She's going to fool Carly. That's the only way to say it. Yeah. Although Carly was very un-Carly-like whenever um, Willow passed out. Well, it, so she should have been exactly. that over. Yeah. And where she saw, she even told Nina. I believe you. Right. I believe that you did not come here to antagonize her, which unfortunately she actually did. Yes. She did come to give her. Well, okay. She didn't come to start off giving her grief. She came to ask a question and ask for her help, which then started with her giving grief. Right. Yeah. I mean, but we then, talked about that all last right, week, but right. Carly did excuse the in-between mix-ups and say, right. I do think you were here for a good purpose in the beginning. So maybe Carly can just remember all that as she moves forward and not mess up. There hasn't been that big of a gap, though. She should have already still remembered and gone, you know what? But you're right. This is exactly where Michael and Willow telling Carly. Right. I don't think she has to tell the whole world. Tell Carly and Drew. Exactly. Tell the two people who are going to definitely be there the most. Yes. I guess that could kind of take us two ways. It could either take us to Sunny's apartment with (sighs) Nina, or we could go down the DNA route with Cody. Which path do you choose, Amanda? I use a pen as a microphone. Do you want my anchor now or later? Which do you prefer? I am passing the microphone back and forth. She is. (laughs) So ridiculous. I'll go with my anger now. Okay. Why is Donna with Nina? That got explained. Mm -mm. Not a good enough explanation. But it did. No. No. Why do you take your child for visitation if you are not there to take care of it? That's a sunny issue, not a Nina issue. But Nina shouldn't be okay with it. I don't know if she actually was, but I do think that she was just trying to make the best of it for the child, which mm. is ultimately the... I think she's trying to play mommy, because that's Nina. And then, to say Daddy to... that off of her. <laughs> we had a wonderful day together. I just wanted to punch her in the face. And then... Joss is like, okay. You've also had to deal with that. And I have only for a second had to deal with it. And it did not work out with that girl. So I have never had to fully experience that, that angle. So I understand where you are coming from. I do. Well, I don't understand, but I understand why you have your perception. If she would have been 
saying those same comments to Carly, I would not have had an issue with it because Carly is an adult that they're having an adult conversation. So she's just explaining the day. Like we had a great day. We did some decorating. Now she's having lunch with the babysitter. All is great. Joss came in hot though. But I know Joss is an adult, but she's not the adult in that situation. She came in like a protective sister because she did not know that they were allowed to be alone together. She questioned exactly what she should have questioned of, Oh, Sonny can't be bothered to be here with his kid. And then Nina tried to make it like, oh, no, we're all just perfect, happy family. It was fine. I had a great day. That's why I didn't She like should it. have started with, a, your mom and I have already discussed this. Right. You need to talk to her. She should have said so She that. should have said that first. And then if Joss had responded. Well, what did you guys then, do or something? Right. She okay. could have said that. But she didn't need to try to justify herself to Joss because, uh-uh. And then Joss says, okay, I'm going to take her and like leave. Funny. I mean, his job could wait exactly it's not like he's so we're not saying that obviously parents that have a custody issue that one it might be their weekend and but they work in the type of environment where they might not exactly have off every weekend not saying like that doesn't fall in the sunny category sunny sunny could have postponed that business until yes after donna he knew that he was going to have limited time with donna exactly he owns his own business and the stuff we saw him doing could have waited. Absolutely. It's not like Dex showed up and Sonny was like, listen, we have to go handle something. And he was already with Donna. Mm-hmm. What we saw was not that. Right. He chose to not visit with his daughter on his visitation time and go into work instead. And that he has control over. Yes. Yes, exactly. Some parents have to work weekends, obviously. I mean, we've talked about this before. My ex is a police officer. He does not have every weekend off. But... On the weekends that he has to work, then there's a conversation about, hey, do you just want to keep the kids or do you want the kids to stay with my girlfriend or whatever? See, my ex works retail. He's a retail like regional manager and he's worked on the weekends, but then that's their time that they go spend with their grandparents. Right. Yeah. So as long as it's a conversation that works for everyone, then that's fine. In this case, I'm not sure that's exactly how the conversation went, even with uh Carly and Nina having a nice conversation. I still don't know that Carly was like, yeah, sure, you should spend the day with my kid. But anyway, my real problem was whenever Joss came to pick Donna up, I'm sure that there was some type of agreement that okay. says it ended at this time. So she's there to pick up and Nina's like, well, you can just stay here until Sonny gets home because he'd like to say goodbye to his daughter. Okay. But take what you just said, though, and put it on as then Carly should also be the one picking her up and not sending Joss. Because if she wants her time back with her daughter, it's not Joss's responsibility to pick up Donna. It's Carly's responsibility to pick up Donna. Yeah, but Joss is our sister. And Nina's Sonny's girlfriend. You know that I'm not like Little Miss Nina oh. fan, but I'm just saying it no. does go both ways. It does not go both ways. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. If, if... She would have walked in and Dante. This is where people are going to be like, how are they friends? Right. No, we're actually just literally asking each other these. If she would have walked in and Dante been with Donna, that would be the same thing. She didn't send Drew to pick up Donna. Okay, but I feel like you would have been okay if Drew had gone to pick up Donna. No, I would have had the same. Okay. We talked about this before whenever he took the video. <laughs> That's right, right. The video and everything. Donna, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's too soon in their relationship. Yeah. And it's too soon. Especially where they're not actually out as being. Although, 
where they're not out as romantic partners. It could just be Uncle Drew's coming to pick me up because he has a close family friend versus. And that was the excuse for how they got that picture. But I still thought it was too early to introduce them. And I think it is too early for Nina to be with Donna like that. But I'm not think, saying it can't get there eventually. But I do I'm think that ultimately that was Sonny's. It was Sonny's decision. At, at the be- at the end of the yes thing. Sonny's who everyone should be mad at because he's handling the situation wrong. But Nina saying to Joss, well, you can just hang out here for extra time. No. He knew that she was going home at 5 o'clock or whatever. Right. If he chooses not to be here, then... That was his and choice. I guess he could have said it differently. Okay, well, she's just finishing up dinner. You know, she's, we're having so-and-so, and you know how long she's taking to eat. You know, like. Right. And that's exactly there was what something in there. That's what kids do. Right. That's exactly. They never are ready whenever you need them to be. And that's exactly what Joss said. I'll let her finish dinner, and then I'm going to leave. Not right. because you asked me to, but because obviously my sister needs to eat. Right. So, yeah, I felt like Joss was the better. Although. Growing up there. See, I don't, I don't like what they're doing with, I think that it's interesting that they're changing her character. I thought it was really interesting when she goes, I'm nothing like you. Mm-hmm. And Nina's like, I didn't say that. What right. are, what are you talking about? And yeah. then Dex and Sunny come in and Joss is all flustered and, and okay. I could not tell how Nina was asking about Cam. I couldn't tell if she was trying to actually be considerate like is everything okay with you and cam like a, a genuine concern or was she oh wait a second here are you doing something so how are things with cam now i think she did mean it innocently like, at that point yeah like okay let's not talk about donna and your mom and funny because that's just hostile so let's talk about like a pretty neutral conversation right. how's your boyfriend and i mean she's a teenager so she could have just been going through and she could have maybe been taking it as okay joss is projecting on me maybe she and cam are in a rough spot right i can try to talk to her even though i know she's not going to want to but she's at least going to try to talk so i definitely think she thinks something's Something up now, now. Yeah. so yeah but something is up. I mean, yeah, you can just see how smitten Joss is with him. They just, they need to get her to break up with Cam before yes. this goes any further. Right. If they kiss again and she has not told Cam, she's struggling. Yeah, but I she knows. She needs to come she forward. Knows. She knows. But especially where she did just have that epiphany, which is the thing that I've been seeing the most on social media is like, can Joss please realize she's a hypocrite? Yeah. Right. She, is. she has. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's also 18 She's or also 19. learning this new thing. She is 18 or 19. Woman. Yes. So she is learning. Who's been married before. She is learning how, how there can be a gray area. However, someone needs to fill Jocelyn on Sunny's history of leaving her mother. Because she said... That Nina is the first person to do what no other woman has been able to do and get Sonny away from Carly. <clears throat> he slept with Alexis while they were separated. So they were separated, but they yes. were still together. They were still married. Right. His affair with Sam. He was married with Sam. Nope. He was married to Carly. Carly. Uh-huh. He kissed Brenda, and we all know how that goes because Brenda is the one mm-hmm. who Sonny will leave everybody for. Mm-hmm. Except for he did have a one-night stand when he and Kate were broken up for a minute. He had a one-night stand with Carly. However, he and Kate reconciled, and 
got engaged. So he did not choose Carly over Kate there. Right. And he had an affair with Martina Morales. Yep. And I believe that when he kissed Brenda, that's also what led to them getting married also. I just loved, though, Nina's reaction to that. I know. It sounds like I'm just like a long list of women. You are. And that's what y'all said. She's like, you said it. But that's the thing Nina doesn't know. Nina doesn't know all this. Yeah. Well, Nina should do her research. She does. She does. But also, Joss, you were wrong. I'm sorry. And she should at least know. I feel like even knowing that Christina exists. True. Kind of says, well, wait a second. Mom, you and Sunny were married at that time. But maybe Carly shielded her from some of it. If there wasn't a baby that resulted, it's easy to not talk about. Once there but is there a baby. there was a baby. I understand. Then they're done that. It's hard to explain those away. I'm sure. But <laughs> so I was talking to somebody about something this week and I forget what it was. I said, you know, I was explaining something that I had gone through and I was like, this is why I like General Hospital, because it actually makes certain points of my life seem totally normal. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I And that's you. also why we do reality check at the end, so you guys know. <laughs> not that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess leading back to Sunny then, Sunny, mm. well, Sunny found out from Joss that she was who helped Dex out. But then he did still move Dex up in the company and gave him his gun and told him that he needs to be his protector on this whole pipeline, whatever. Is he promoting him or is he putting in him in a position to get in trouble? I think it's both because I think it's both. If you do this successfully, you're going to get a promotion. If you don't, you're going to be dead. That's true. Dex kept his cool, though, while he was talking about that gun. Yep. He didn't even flinch. Like, there's a gun on the table. I'm just going to ignore what that could mean. And then Sonny's like, it's yours. Take it. Yeah. I don't know. But then he even said his ultimatum was stay away from Joss. Yeah. I didn't like that he kind of blamed it on Joss, though. It's like, I've been telling her that. Okay, but you're also kissing her as you're telling her that. So, right. Mixed messages. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell me that I can't be around you and kiss me like she that. Di- I was going to say, because she was the one who initiated everything the last time. She showed up. He told her to leave. Yes. But he also did not stop. Right. Whenever her, she... When he knew that's where it was going. Yes. She said... If you want me to leave, then just say it to me or something like that. And he was like, you want the truth? And then he kissed her. Right. With that kiss that was like, I'm not leaving. I miss being young sometimes. Those were the best kisses. (sighs) Katie and Ryan, if you guys are listening, if you could just get shot in the stomach and let us nurse you back to health (laughs) and keep it a secret from everybody, we would really appreciate it. (laughs) Is that what was all... Like, you see those type of kisses? I don't know. I've never experienced that. The shooting or the kiss? The shooting. <laughs> I've, I've had kisses. <laughs> I meant kisses of that magnitude. Oh, I thought you meant the shooting scenario. And I'm like, no, I haven't. I, I have not, not experienced the shooting either. But yeah, he's... And I understand, again, why he's mixed messages. She's mixed messages too, but... Yeah, don't blame it all on her. Like, I told her to stay away, yet as I was grabbing her, kissing her passionately, she didn't walk out the door. I don't know why. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So where do we want to go from there? I guess we could just stay on Sunny Goes to See Heather. Oh my gosh, that was so that good. I loved it. He's like, so you remember that guy? And she's like, yes, I could give a detail down to basically the underwear that he's wearing. And he was like, oh, that's a shame. And then she turned like that. Yeah. It was like, I, I get people confused all the time. I'm not even sure who my nurses were. Yeah, that I, I did. I liked that because at first I was like, seriously, are we putting Sunny in every single storyline now? Right. But that made sense. I it's nice to see people interacting with other people that you never see, but not when it doesn't make sense for that person to be in that storyline. Right. That 100% did. He's like, mm-hmm. Anna is the mother of Robin. I helped yep. coordinate that whole thing. What happened? Yep. And the only person you can get it from is Heather Weber. I love it. I'll stick with her. I, I do. I really like her. I mean, I've liked her forever. It took a little bit of time for me to get used to the new actress, but I'm all in. We are going to have to do a better recap of her. I can't believe still that that only took a half hour. It it's, definitely it is. We're going to have to watch. Crazy enough. We're going to have to watch Decade by Decade and redo it. Yes. But we don't have that kind of... They, they're throwing all these storylines at us. It's great. But... Lack of time. Yeah. So she and Ryan... I don't like that they did have her write him a letter that said, your biggest fan. When was that, last year? Yeah. So now they're already rewriting that, it sounds like, because I feel like your biggest fan means we've never met. Not. But she signed your biggest fan was from Heather. (gasps) Oh, that's right. They had different names. Yeah. Did he know that Heather was? Right. I don't think he knew that Heather was the biggest fan. He didn't know that. Oh, what was the name that he, they, he was Richie, Richard, Richie. Richie. She was, oh my God. It's on the tip of my tongue. Ah! All right, and we're on limited time today to record, so we have to stay on track. I can't even do I can't. So whatever name it was that she was using, he doesn't know that that was actually Heather Weber until he saw her right. last week. Right. Was that last week that they stared yes. at each other? Okay. And then they finally interacted this week. Is that then when he found out that Heather, I mean, he saw her as that woman that he knew from back in the cabin. Right. But he didn't know that her real name was, was Heather, Heather until Heather. this time. Is that what we're thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. So, yeah, she snuck into his room because, you know, you can just get the keys to other people's rooms with no problem. I'm I'm still and you don't go to that type of a hospital, but you don't have that level of a need. That's what we did get from Sunny and her, though, was that we were right. She was supposed to go to Darkham. Yes, 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 yes. She ended up there. So I was glad they clarified because I felt like we were going crazy last week. Uh Um, Anyway, so back to her and Ryan. She wasn't Trixie. No. She walked in and is like, hello, lover. And I instantly thought of you. Bam. And 
then they started talking about all their time. Well, she started talking about all their time, and then she totally called him out and was like, I don't think that you're really locked in in there. You're just waiting, biding your time until you can do whatever horrible things you're thinking of doing. And he did. He snapped right out and was like, you left me, blah, 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 blah. She broke his heart more than Felicia? Yeah. He didn't say that, but he said more he than said anyone more else. Than anyone else. Yeah. And he and said, I don't think you've ever been broken the way that you broke me. Yeah. So, wow. I was confused. I did Google real quick while you were talking. It's, I can't find her name. You were I, confused by I what? was confused by how they're writing this. She seemed to have no idea about being pregnant. And then he said, you owe me times two. And she's like, what? And he's like, I found out after you left that you left while carrying my baby. And that's where we ended. But that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Because I feel like Heather would definitely have held that over him. Yes. And you, especially at this point, when she, when she was going into all of this. Right. If they were that connected and in love, then wouldn't a baby have been something to be like celebrated and happy about? Mm -hmm. I just don't understand. And I did not fact check, so I don't know. But talking about the continuity of stuff. Oh, I, you want the timeline? Do you want the times of how this could have happened? Well, according to um, the Facebook group that I said that I liked before of Mama Snark or whatever, mm-hmm. somebody on there commented that Heather had a hysterectomy in like 78. Okay, well, there's that. So well, that wasn't in our thing. That wasn't in our thing. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is I didn't go back that and I remember. checked it, that I didn't see it. And some people said they didn't remember that. And some people said, you know, maybe that could have happened. Who knows? Or whatever. But, um... Yeah, somewhere there was information that said that because I do trust their page enough to know that it was at least out there. Well, so I did the, okay, well, when were they on TV? And she was on the show, or he was on the show, I'm sorry. He was on from 92 to 95 and then 18 to now. Heather was 76 to 79, 80 to 83, then came back in 2004, and then 2012 to 6, and then 22. So they could have met after the 95 because they were both off in like the 2002 2003 if we're saying that Esme is about the age of our kids that makes sense yeah. they were both off screen so it's reasonable to think that would make sense yeah again I did oh. not double check it yeah. but some 1977 said, and it is something that we would have read we are going to have to go back and listen to our own show the oh. very last line of Jeff wants to name their new child Stephen Lars if it's a boy however Heather lost the baby and had a hysterectomy there you go or yeah we'll just have to deal with that yeah general hospital snark um reposted sam and willow fan said so i learned heather had a hysterectomy in 1978 so her being esme's mother is a complete contradiction of her history and there's 241 comments he specifically said that she was pregnant too so it's not like she pulled another susan moore and took babies from Right. Okay. This would have been an interesting story. If you guys want to rewrite it now, you're fine. You're only a couple days in. Ryan and Esme's nanny. Yeah. No, 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 no. It would have had to just been another woman, period. Like another woman, period. However, Heather would have been the mysterious woman who helped while they were on the run. He was able to get her to private, be like a private nurse for them. Okay. She stole the babies. That would make sense. But she could not be the the biological mother. Yeah. And then she. Oh. I just rewrote Willow, too, because okay. then she could have sold those babies to the commune. 
But Willow and Esme aren't the same. They're not. They're not. But I just fixed that. They could be sisters. Oh, my gosh. You could rewrite history so they're sisters. But do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if they were both off scene, and it sounds like they never left the cabin. Right. But we know that Heather has a history of stealing babies during childbirth. Yes. So that would have made sense for her to have stolen Willow. Mm -hmm. And then Willow would have actually been Ryan's child, not Esme. Right. Okay. But now we're to think that Esme is a twin? Or... I like. I don't think they're saying that. Have, I think they're just saying that that was Ryan and Heather. Why have baby? we never had triplets? Why has there never been long lost triplets? I don't know. Why? Why? To my knowledge, that's I don't like know. Too unbelievable. I don't know if that's ever been on a show. Oh, that's too unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Triplets is too unbelievable. Cool. What are you talking about? I don't know. I I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm having a hard time with that. She's Esme's mom. Uh, yeah, I don't think that she's Esme's mom either. And then Jeff went to visit Heather, and I thought he was going to clarify something, and instead he was just all, stay away from my family, because I know you're crazy. And she's like, you stay away from them enough. Exactly. I've seen your your children more in the past 25 years than you have. Yes, exactly. Oh, I loved everything. I loved Heather this week. She was great. Because she told Jeff off and was like, you don't care about your family. You say you do, but you don't. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Liz and apologized. Ugh. And he doesn't want to wait another 25 years. Wait another 25 years. He'll be 97, dude. You're not going to make it to 97. I'm sorry. That was an apology for himself. Yep. Not for Liz. Yep. That was that. She said that. I'm telling you that I'm sorry so that I feel like I'm redeemed and I can move on. And she's like, whatever, dude. If that makes you feel better, we're still not in this lovey family. And she said everything that we've been saying. You never showed up for me. Like, I went through all these horrible, horrible things, and you never showed up for me. Right. It's not... And even the good thing. She pointed that out, too. She right. was like, it's one thing if you couldn't put yourself through trauma with me again or something, but you didn't even show up for the good stuff. So mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And she even brought up that she... He robbed her of being able to heal herself correctly and process what she had gone through. Yes. And especially where they are medical professionals and her mom is a psychologist, mm-hmm. a psychiatrist, one of the two. She knew what she was doing. Absolutely. It's not like they thought that they were doing what was best. No. 25 years okay. ago, I feel like that was definitely known that maybe we don't hypnotize people into yeah forgetting this stuff. I'm kind of sad that this is the big Liz storyline. Like yeah. her parents. Oh, my gosh. Her parents. What's going to happen? Oh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's not really even, this is not what is causing the friction between her and Finn. Right. Which I loved Alexis giving a little throwback to Finn of you being such a Scrooge a few years ago because Michael Easton was, Finn was Scrooge <laughs> in the Christmas Carol that was told on General Hospital a few years ago. But he confided in her about the Finn, Jeff, Liz. And Alexis was giving him the... Holy cow, that has to be difficult to be going through right now. Are you guys okay? Right. And then he's like, no, I'm basically ignoring Liz because she doesn't seem to want to be talked to. And Alexis is like, that might not be the right Right. option. Like, I'll give Alexis a lot of, like, she was trying to get him to. She's like, the way to connect with someone is not to ignore them. Yeah. Maybe you should try to have a different conversation. But then he went to Windermere to talk to Nicholas and sees the bottle of prenatals. Right? Is Liz going to lie? I don't know. Is she going to lie? I really I hope, hope not. I don't think she will because 
I don't think that she could put Finn through that. I hope he not. just found out that she killed his. Well, and they talked about it. Yeah, but he said she going to feel like she is unworthy of him. So she needs to push him away to say that she's pregnant, but it's Nicholas's. <gasps> she's done that before, though. I know, but with Nicholas. I know. No. Sometimes she repeat happens. No. I don't know. No. Liz has come too far to go back to 20-something-year-old Liz. No. She's not She's not going to do that. I hope, I hope you're right, but I don't know. That was what my first thought was, is this is the way to get rid of Finn and get people to stop asking questions. But he saw what Hayden put him through. True. I don't think that Liz would do that. I really don't. I hope not. I think that Liz has seen the dangers of lying about paternity enough. So do you think she's going to tell him the truth? I think she is. He's not going to be okay with that. Yeah, I don't think so. But that will cause the friction. But again, it's not. But is he then going to turn her in? I don't think that he would do that. But I think that I think if anything, it will sever their relationship the most. And that will be what drove them apart. I don't think that Finn would turn her in, though. Hmm. All right. I think he'd just be like, I want no part of this. You go do your thing. I've tried. But he did tell her, like, you are not who killed my wife. Right. So you cannot blame yourself for that. I liked that that happened. But I loved when he was like, so I was at Windermere and saw these prenatals. And Nicholas said that he was only looking out for your best interest. But I knew that he was lying. And Liz was like, how? And he said his lips were moving. <laughs> Which is so completely true. That was my favorite line of the week. And I think that Esme was being sincere when she was talking to Nicholas about that tree being her only happy memory as a child. I agree. She was being truthful, but... How is he supposed to trust her whenever she just had Elizabeth there saying that she took the whole bottle of prenatals? Right. And once again, Liz is smart enough to say, okay, we'll just have to pump her stomach. Right. Esme, quit trying to get medical stuff over on Liz. The one thing that she definitely is, is a good nurse. Yeah. Or at least knows her medical stuff. I don't know if good's the right word, but she knows her medical. She's a good nurse. Things. I don't know what bad things she's done during her nursing surgeries. She has not killed people when it has been in her. She could have gotten away with killing people before and did not. She's a good nurse. That's That's how we judge that. Okay. Did you kill someone intentionally or not? Therefore. All right. Yeah. I'm glad we have a guy flying. So yeah, you should know that Liz is going to know when you're lying and find very uncomfortable ways to make sure that you tell the truth. And then she told him about her childhood nanny. Do you think that Nicholas could possibly find her nanny? I don't think that he would really care about that for Esme, but maybe if that is what made his baby healthy. But then how's he going to get rid of the nanny and Esme after the baby? The nanny just goes to Greece with them and helps Esme raise the baby. He doesn't want the baby raised in Greece. He wants the baby with him. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, darn, I don't know. It would be a nice thought, but then he has to get rid of her and Esme. That's true. That's too much. Um, I don't know that that really goes into anything. Unless Spencer. I, guess I was just going to say, I'm like, you can totally go into Spencer. Yes, goes into Spencer, and he got early release because Uncle Victor pulled some strings as long as he stays under supervision and gets there to move back in, and Nicholas is like, yeah, no, you can't stay here. I thought Nicholas did a really good job, though, of explaining it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a valid point. And I don't think that he was trying to break Spencer's heart. No. You know, it wasn't the, I'm going to lie to you and make you upset so that you leave. It's, no, you need to not be here. Like, this needs to not be 
this is not the best thing for you. Yes. And I need to do what's best for you. Right. I don't want to. Yep. I thought that that was, I thought it was great. It was heartbreaking, but it was what? And then Victor takes Spencer out to eat to celebrate his release. It just happens to be where Rory and them are celebrating their three month anniversary. And he tells Trina that he loves her. And Trina does not say it back. She says pardon. I'm sorry. Does that mean, does that mean I love you too? I love that. She's just, she's looking down at her menu or down at her food and she goes, pardon? And then as she looks up, Spencer comes in. I cannot wait for them to get together. I know. It's going to be so good. Please do not mess this up. They have to be the great couple we want them to be. Yeah, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. It's just going to take a little while longer for them to get there. I felt like Rory saying that he loved her was like way too soon-ish awkward. I don't even know that it's too soon, just the way that it was done. That that was more of my thing is how he... It sounds like you may have never said it to anyone, though, either. Because he was like, well, I got you something and it's not a can of pop because... Or it's not a soda because we've moved on from that. Right. So here's some perfume and I love you. Yeah. I don't know. And, and the name of the perfume was L'Amour, which yeah. is love. Right. So, yeah, I, don't, I just wasn't impressed with his way of telling her. And she's not there yet. I don't know. I just, it was so awkward. I just felt icky for her. I was like, please don't say that. Well, that's the thing. His presentation of it wasn't loving. Right. So I have a thought now based on, so he got a phone call and had to leave. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer came over and started to try to woo. Oh, Cyrus gave him turtle doves or two doves. Yes. But then Victor took them. Yes. Well, Spencer threw them down. So I have a theory about that, too. I think that Victor thought that Spencer was discarding them and he's holding on to them. Oh, okay. He wants Spencer to keep them. He doesn't want him to throw them away. Okay. See, I took it the other way. Like, he's taking them, toss them out. I'm like, those aren't yours to throw away, jerk. I thought that the look on after he put them in his pocket was more of a, no, I have to keep these for him. Okay. However, because then he goes and tells Rory that he needs to call it a day. And the look on Rory's face is Rory working for Victor. Oh, no. I don't know. There was something. No. There was something there. No. That. No. You know, could Victor have positioned Rory? Because we already know that he has the deputy mayor. And other people on his payroll. Could Rory have been a plant on Victor to keep Trina away from Spencer for whatever reason? Yeah. But now Victor actually might have a soft spot because he realizes how much it really, really is hurting his nephew. And so he's going to allow Spencer to have this relationship. And now he's going to help him because he even he gave him good advice. He did. I so no. I just or don't. is he just threatening Rory and Rory? I, with, I, yes. So that's I don't what know. I'm going with. He I could have gone two ways. Rory, because he's like, hey, my nephew wants her. You can see she's conflicted because she didn't say I love you back, and so you just need to step aside and let what's going to happen happen. Yeah, I don't know. I, it was just like a wild card mm. shot in the dark where I was like, ooh, could it be? Because we already know Victor has yes. ties, but no, I definitely think that he took the the box to keep it for Spencer. I hope so. Cause I thought he was going to throw it away. Although part of me wonders why did Cyrus give those to him? Could they potentially be bugged? I and now that, that they're too. on Victor, is Cyrus going to find out even more? Uh, that would be an awesome And now story. Cyrus is going to save the day. That would be good. And now you I like would be, Cyrus. I, I liked Cyrus because he's just so smart in the way that he I was think- talking 
back to Victor. Like, you know what? That might be why I like him so much. Maybe. Because he really intellectualizes everything. Yeah. And I'm such a nerd. You are. I think even whenever he was being evil, he had his intellectual reasons why. For an evil genius. The evil genius. I just like how he's not even smug, even though he is smug with everything that Victor said. And he would have a Bible verse or quote to repeat back or story to line up. And every single time. Yeah. Victor's like, okay, that's not going to save you. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just on the ball with, okay, well, I'm going to repeat this. That's just getting under your skin. Like, yep. You can tell that most people do not get to Victor. They annoy him and he doesn't like them, but But they don't get under his skin. But Cyrus is like, we going to see a Victor Cyrus showdown. Yeah, I hope so. That would be good. I would, I would be for Cyrus. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I, yeah. Oh, I definitely like Cyrus more than Victor. Oh. Okay. Now we know your levels. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then Ava told Trina that complicated men create chaos. Yeah. But Trina knows that she's kind of just mm-hmm. throwing it out there. Complicated as a, men are more fun. Come on. Eh. Eh. Gets boring after a while. My husband is not that complicated. That did not sound right. (laughs) But I have been with the ones who create the drama. And that's not that. Eventually it wears out. But especially as a younger girl. Well, I mean, even Ava, she loves Nicholas. And Trina knows that. Yeah. Trina knows that Ava is gaga over Nicholas no matter what. But I do think that that was nice of Ava to be like, all right. So I think that more of the advice she was giving is you've really got to let Spencer or what you have to figure out what you want right. before you. Right. Don't let them decide for you. Yes. You figure it out. And then that's who you should be yes. with, whether it's the good guy or the bad guy. It shouldn't be just who pursues you more or whatever. If it's she goes in a complicated, if she gets in a relationship with a complicated guy with complex feelings herself, that is not going to work. If she goes in knowing, okay, he's complicated, but I know this is what I want. Aren't. Yes. Then, and she can work through. You can't change him, Trina. No. Nope, However, nope, nope. he obviously wants to be with her. Right. So I sense another award for Nicholas Chavez. Uh, definitely. And then I don't know how to segue into this, but Anna was at Tiffany's. Yes. I love that. I, it was great. At first when he, when Valentine showed up and started calling out Tiffany, I was like, is she using Tiffany's name? Right. Just, but then no, it is Tiffany and Annie are hiding her. Martin follows Valentine. Yeah. So no offense, though. Valentine obviously did not do a very good job if Martin is a layperson. He is an attorney, so he has to be good to some degree at uncovering things that might not need to be un- should not be uncovered. Right. However, I don't feel like it should have been that easy for him to just follow Valentine. No. Valentine, eh. Love you. Love right. you, love you. If you're buying tickets under an alias, shouldn't you be paying in cash? Mm-hmm. And, probably. and shouldn't the cash... He probably has a card that has the alias's name on it, too. Well, obviously, Martin could track that then. I don't know. Because Martin said, I saw you bought a ticket under an alias's name. Maybe Martin has his aliases since Valentine is his client. Oh, that could be. Okay, so we will we will let Martin we'll have. We'll have, okay, yeah. Take back a little bit part of. I like I said. that Valentine's like, why are you going through my records if I didn't ask you to? And he's like, I needed to know where you were. I needed to find Anna. Okay, so we're going to say that. We're going to say that. We're going to say that Martin knows all of his aliases because, and he's not going to tell other people because attorney-client privilege. Privilege, right. But that is something that popped up. He probably had a Google alert. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't think it was on Google. Probably. But something similar that popped up like, oh, Joe Schmo just bought a ticket. 
that would make sense. So, yeah, he goes and is like, hey, I want to take Anna back to the States because she killed Lucy. And they're like, no, no, she didn't. And then Anna tells him that they are pretty sure Lucy's still alive. And then he's like, all right, cool. I'm coming with you guys. Let's go find her. Yep. I liked, and then Felicia telling Valentine earlier, too, mm-hmm. we're going totally backwards on this storyline. But at the Metro Court, when Valentine's like, so are you telling me that Lucy may not be dead? And she's like, it could maybe sound like that. <laughs> she's like, oh, shoot, I said something. I shouldn't have. And now I can't go back on it. I know. I loved whenever Laura was there and she's like, uh, you have to talk to Robert. I'm not really sure how to answer you. So, and then she wrote it down. Why couldn't she just whisper? I mean, it wouldn't have been as dramatic, but wrote down a piece of paper. Valentine like... read it, shredded it, yeah, and put it in the candle that's not actually burning the paper. Right. And if it had, it would have been like a poo. Yeah. I, I I wasn't sure why she had to write it down, but, but I liked the optics of it all. Yes, so yes, uh, I understand why they did that. And then she, uh, Felicia shows up at Robert's office and is like, "Here, I just happened to have my gemstone examiner on me." <laughs> that makes sense with her whole Aztec princess jewelry thing, because yes. of course he has access to the diamond database. Right. I feel like anybody has access to the diamond database. Do you? I think so. I don't know. Can we look up diamond serial numbers at any time? I'm pretty sure you can. Okay. But then I love Laura ripping into Robert. Like, excuse me, you had this information and you didn't tell me? And he's like, I needed to keep as few people involved as possible. Yep. And especially where she's mayor now. You know, it's not Luke and Laura days. It's Mayor Collins days. And they talked about the Ice Princess and about the history behind it and how... And she brought back the Jennifer Smith thing. There is such a thing as Diamond database but i don't know that you can look up each number on it it just tells you what the um like how to know what a diamond is and what the sizes are okay so but probably not like a i mean i would imagine that there is a serial number registry to be able to there is there is because make sure that things are not stolen right if you go to sell your diamond they type it into the thingy and it flags if it was stolen or right but i just love that felicia has of course she does access to all that here we go but they were smart to figure out that it's not the diamond that they want. It's the code. Right. I feel like we already wasn't. I mean, like, I guess I didn't say that, but I felt like, duh, whenever they said that. And wasn't part of the original. We're going to have to go back and re-listen to our Ice Princess. I thought that there was like a code involved in there somewhere, too. Wasn't there? Right. Like they, Oh, there was, because that's how, um, that's how Miko's got... Sorry, I didn't mean to snap at you. That's, it. That's how Miko's got stuck in the chamber because Luke couldn't figure out the code. Right. Yes. Yeah. And in the very beginning when they were all putting it together, like in the original Ice Princess storyline, they had the big like board and they were typing in codes and stuff. So it would yes. only make sense that that all fits together. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where it like clicked or when it clicked, but when they said it, I was like, duh. See, I never thought about it. I was just... Oh, you mean when the they were talking they, about the when, they num- were talk- when they were talking about the number and then okay, wanting yes. the number, not the diamond per yeah, se. I was more on the I was like, something. Yeah, yeah. We already knew that. Even it's carrying some kind of a message. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad they finally caught up with where we were. <laughs> I was like, huh? And then before all that, Olivia. Oh, that was so sweet that she came Whopper. to check on him, and he was totally trying to justify everything. And she's like. Uh huh, but she still betrayed you. So are you okay? Right. They were so oh, cute. 
I, I, I know her and Ned belong together. If Ned ever dies, I'm totally for Olivia and I was going to say, I don't want to complicate Leo's life any, but her with Robert would be and so she and fun. Ned deserve it. It's not like she and Ned, they had an issue. When, when there was the little flirtation between Robert and Olivia, there were issues with Ned. However, and, they and worked it out. More than a flirtation? More than, that's right. He Alexis. slept with Alexis. Yes, that's right. But they worked it out and it's their marriage. Right. I can't tell and them what to do with it. doing well right now. So it's not like Ned is continuing to do these things. He is totally committed to her and Leo. So yeah. there's, yeah, we're not messing up Ned and Olivia. Okay. We are not messing up Ned and Olivia. Okay. Even though that'll make it very much no, exciting. But we like Ned. We don't want to mess up Ned and Olivia. That's kind of boring. Maybe he could go somewhere else. I don't know. We'll see. No. They already gave them their little jumble. We're good. Okay. But I agree. I like Olivia and Robert. Yeah. If if something were to ever happen. However, I did kind of like Robert and Diane. I did too. I feel I like I like too. that one better. I mean, Robert's good. He'd work with whoever they put him with. That and is the, true. Can we Diane, him somebody? Diane is single, so I guess she's the better option. Yes. Okay. And they're in similar fields. Mm-hmm. They'd be fun. They would be fun. I guess that could lead us right into Cody, and he was blah. Oh uh, no, but him talking with Mac, and he <laughs> he said it's truly his loss. It is truly his loss, but because he, he's but the he one knows, lied. but no, but he knows that he knows that he robbed himself yes. of that, yep. and I think that he doesn't think that it's ever going to. He's as far as he is concerned. Mac is never going to know the truth. Maybe we can put Nina and Willow's DNA test together with Mac and Cody's and be like, oh, wait, these all got jumbled up and confused. Here's the real there answer. There we go. There we go. You guys, you are the father and she is your mother and boom. Done. Okay. Okay. And then no one has to get in trouble like Carly for withholding information. And I think that Dante dug himself in a hole with Sam because he doesn't know that Cody slipped up that one time and said Dante's not perfect, which I feel like is a fair statement to begin with. None of us are perfect. Right. But he already put that little bit. And then when Dante's like, yeah, how about we don't go digging in his past? And she's like, she's going to wonder why. Yeah. Right. Exactly. She resists so looking at it once, but yep. whenever you make it such a big deal to say it's not a big deal, then yep. I have to see. Especially to a PI, mm -hmm. and especially when you're around her kids, yep. she's going to want to know. And so that just proved it. Dante did something. Yes. Cody got stuck with the blame, and that's just the way that their lives have gone. I thought it was, like, smug of Dante to be like, why? What's wrong? And Cody be like, hello? Seriously? Do you not remember? Like, right. what are you talking about? It just shows how much... That Dante let Cody take the fall and never thought about it again. Right. That he should have been equally affected by yeah. it. I think it's interesting that they're adding this layer to Dante. I agree. Because it was heartbreaking enough to see him come back from the WSB, but he was programmed and blah, blah, blah. So, like, that was, of course. Mm -hmm. But now to see that Dante does have a dark side. Right. Hmm. <laughs> I'm interested to figure out what it is. And then the only other thing left was really Portia talking to Marshall about his genetic testing again, and Stella seems against it. So what is she hiding? I don't know. Did you pick up on that? Like I did. I was annoyed by the conversations that involved their family this week. 
first of all, why is Portia bringing it up in front of Stella? That's Marshall's decision, not hers. Marshall says, no, he's not interested in the testing. And then Stella's like, yeah, he was tested before. Let it go. Blah, blah, blah. And Portia's left standing there like, hmm, I don't know. But it's not any of her business to begin with. Like, if Marshall said no, he's the patient. He said no. Let it go. How many times are you going to harp on him about it? Like, it wasn't even six months ago or so that you could be like, oh, remember we kind of talked about this? I was thinking, did you have any questions? Blah, blah, blah. It was was two two weeks ago. Yeah. And you're like, oh, did you decide? Yeah. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was like two weeks ago. Hey. No, he hasn't made a decision yet. If so, he'd have sought you out because he knows that you know how to help him along or whatever. And then I didn't like whenever um, Curtis went to see Jordan. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, wait. That's right. Yeah, here's the Oh, it's it's right there. Uh, What? Yeah. And she's like, uh, we'll always be part of my family because TJ is kind of always part of my family. Okay, I don't care. I don't care how good of friends we are. I really don't. I do not want to go to my ex's wedding. They're not that good of friends, though. That's the thing. He's ignoring. She has basically said, this is difficult for me. And he's just like, no, I'm okay. So you're okay. Right. And if she is your friend, then she doesn't want to stand by and watch you marry someone who's lying to you. Like whenever you say, oh, I kind of think Katrina is my daughter. And she's like, hmm, maybe because she is. Yep. And I know he doesn't know that, but the point is, I just felt like that was very insensitive and rude. It's not like they've been divorced for years. Right. It's still fresh. Mm-hmm. And it, maybe if he needed to invite her for whatever reason, mail it to her so at least she can open it and process it, not face to face. Like, I don't want to look at you. Or at least say, I would love if you came to my wedding. I understand I just didn't want, I didn't want to be the one making the decision that you weren't going to be there. I want to put it in your court since you are TJ's mother and we are family. Yeah. No. I wanted to make sure that this was your decision, not mine. And let her say no. Yeah. You know, but, and so I would have given him, I would have liked that. I would have liked that because that makes her the one to make the decision. She marked no. Is this going to be an issue now? Right. It shouldn't be. Right. I just, I don't want to see, I don't care what terms we parted on. I don't want to watch my ex-husband marry someone else. Right. Nope. I had two exes at my wedding. They were like younger, like not super, super serious. Oh, okay. One crushed me. At the time, he had not come out. Ah. Yeah. And now yeah. he has. And so actually he and my husband and I have gone on dates together because oh, we, we love him. So. Yes. And then the other one was just the boy that I dated on and off from sixth grade to 11th grade. And then we finally kissed for the first time in 11th grade mm-hmm. and realized that we were better friends. Yeah. That, so, yes. But still, he, he was the one that I went to the dances with that bought me flowers, you know, stuff like that. All the little... And then when we kissed, it was like, mm. yeah, like, this doesn't seem right. Like you're, you're one of my favorite people in the world, but it's it didn't give you the Joss and Dex vibes. No, no. But yeah, so I didn't, I agree with you. I didn't like that. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Cause it's it was okay. snuggled in. That's but all. Yeah, I think that's that was all that I had. That's it. Yeah. Do, do, do. Reality check. So how was your week? My week was 
boring. Everybody was sick at my house this week. Ryan was off the entire week. Oh, wow. Um, Emily took off. She took off two days, and then luckily she had a day in there that she was off. So she was off three, but it only counted as two sick days. Megan was sick for just like a day or two, but still she was sick. It was Madeline was the only one that wasn't. And so I kind of felt bad because all day, all anyone said to her. Yeah. All anyone said to her was, can you go back in your room? Can you go over here? Like, I don't want you. This wasn't her birthday week. My space. Exactly. Like I, I, she kept asking me to sleep. She's old enough though to know that they're not rejecting her. But it was like, the only time anyone called Madeline's name was to ask her to bring them something or to tell her to stay away from them because she was in their face. And so she kept asking me, can't you have a night you sleep with me, please? Blah, blah, blah. And so finally, Friday night, I said, yeah, I would sleep with her. And so I slept with her. And then we did nothing all day um, yesterday because I I didn't feel like sick. I just felt worn out. Like I should have taken more time to rest than I did during the week. You overdid it while you thought you felt good. Right. And so um, I like slept all day yesterday. And then in the evening, we went over to uh, Matt's house and played some Mario Party. I kicked everybody's butt. Good job. And I also had to play games, too. That's right. And, oh, they were so mad. It was so funny because, you know, I don't know. It just in my family, the men tend to game more than the women do. So uh, Matt and Ryan were like, we're going to get you. We're going to get you, blah, blah, blah. And Matt's girlfriend and me were like crushing them. Nice. And then I won in the end. And Madeline was on my team. So it was like, yeah, boys against girls. And we rocked it. That's awesome. So anyway, yeah, that was it. Like boring, sick. Yeah, sounds like a nice week. Though. Not other than the sickness, just the low key. It's very chill. Yes. Yeah. I still don't have my Christmas decorations up though. That's what I need to Aww. get on. So. Yeah. What's that? How about you? Monsanto. We went and got it. Yay! That was pretty much. I mean, no, it wasn't. That was not pretty much it. I kind of had the opposite. I'm like, I had something going on every single day, but. Things are slowing down work-wise, but it's like then everything else is getting shoved in also. Of course. I had five of the events for making the care bags for Ronald McDonald House. I attended one because it was the event, one of the events in Pittsburgh. And myself and my friend Janine were the co-leaders for it. But it was really, it was the first one. So it was kind of, (gasps) okay, is this going to work out? Even though we did it last year, but we did it differently this year. And it was combined with our annual happy hour. So, like, there was, like, that added level. Yeah. But it went really, really well. There were three that night, one on Thursday, one on Friday. And then there's four more this week. And then we all deliver the bags before the 20th to our respective Ronald McDonald houses. And there's going to be over 5,000 products that will have been donated between six different Ronald McDonald houses. So sweet. I'm really excited. It's closer to 6,000, I think, maybe. But I know that it's over five. Nice. So it's, it, it is, it's really nice to see everyone come together and do that kind of a thing. Right. The bags are right there. That's, that's only half of the bags that we put together. I just have to double check them to make sure that there's the right number of things in each bag and not doubles and some and blah, 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 blah. But then Friday we went up to get my son from school. Last year we started when he first toured the school, we went up for the day and did like a shopping day at a mall up there. We liked it so much last year when we went to pick him up for Christmas break. We decided to stay overnight and do that on Saturday. So we did it again this year. 
did not sleep very well Friday night at the hotel. There was just a young group of people at three o'clock in the morning deciding to run through the halls. And at four mm-hmm. thirty, I finally called down to the front desk and he's like, I was literally just up there. He's like, I'm Aww. so sorry. I said, it's not like you're the one telling him to do it. So no. I did not sleep very well, uh. but he's home. Yay. And then Thursday night, my daughter had a, so she has like the social group that she attends. And most of the time parents don't attend. However, it's only for an hour and a half. So like if it's at, it's been at a park before. So like I'll go and I'll just get some work done in the car or go for a walk or something on my own. Right. Or if it's been at their office, like I'll drop her off. My husband will go pick her up. But this time it was at zone 28. So it was at like a local bowling alley arcade, but it also has a restaurant. So we decided let's see if any other parents go and other parents went. And so the parents all decided to get dinner together and we all talked and I met someone who is, has an adult child that's about 15 years older than my daughter and learned so much from her that night. Oh, nice. So I missed my office's holiday party because of it. But in the end, this was such the better decision to go because yeah. And my daughter gets upset when we don't stay for things. She's always like, you can stay. And I'm like, yeah, but this isn't the point of the group. Right. But then when we saw the other parents staying, yes, it was nice. My husband wasn't even supposed to really, not like he wasn't supposed to be there, but the timing worked out that he normally doesn't, he wouldn't have been home from work yet. Oh, okay. And he wound up getting done with work early. So we both got to take her. Oh, sweet. Because my office party was from six to eight. Yeah. If I dropped her off at six, what, I was going to get back to Murraysville at like seven-ish or something? Not there was no time. point in doing that. Nope. So, yep. So that was it. Oh, we forgot to talk about, because there was no way to lead into it this week. Um, this Thursday, we're finally doing the crossover podcast with ourselves and Ring the Bell Radio. A whole education on how wrestling and soaps are similar. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It is. So join us on Thursday as we talk about the differences and similarities it's just gonna go where it goes (laughs) it's gonna be a wrestling soap opera podcast crossover that we've been talking about for three and a half years finally happening there you go yeah so have a good week and we'll meet you at the pier bye bye if you enjoyed today's show we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platforms don't forget to leave us a review and you can also follow us on many social media channels just search for pier 54 podcast Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.